everyone, welcome to today's podcast. What we're talking about today is that you do not need to be perfect in order to lose weight. This is one of the biggest things stopping you from even getting on the path of losing weight is that you probably think with this all or nothing diet or mindset where you know, you're not doing anything and all of a sudden Monday comes around and says, that's it, I'm going to do it. And it's like, again, no sugar, 1200 calories, no carbs. It's this extreme perfect plan that you think you have to follow in order to lose weight, but you don't need to be perfect. And I think the sooner you get rid of this idea uh, that you need to be perfect um, to lose weight, the sooner you get rid of that, the better time you're going to have losing weight because it is that concept of having to be perfect that's probably stopping you more than anything else. Right, because here you are sitting here um, thinking about weight loss all the time, constantly for as long as you can remember, and yet you don't really do anything to make it happen consistently. And what you probably do is you get really motivated sometimes, you do some extreme plan. And what's an extreme plan, by the way? Anything can be an extreme plan. If you think you're gonna be perfect with any plan that even doesn't seem that extreme, Weight Watchers, counting points, right? Doesn't seem that extreme, but if you think you gotta be perfect with it, well, all of a sudden it's extreme, okay? So trying to be perfect makes it extreme. And then obviously there's extreme diets on top of that. So you think you're gonna be perfect, you think you're gonna do this plan, and it seems it's overwhelming to you, right? Every time you start your diet, it's overwhelming. Let's just take a second and appreciate that. This is why you don't wanna do it. This is why you rarely do it. And this is why you stop very quickly after you start is because it's overwhelming to you, it's too much. And uh, a big part of that again is that you think you need to be perfect, you don't. And so the secret, the alternative, right? Again, I'm not gonna point out something that's wrong without giving you an alternative because I know you're stuck in this all or nothing mindset, this perfection or nothing is how I'm gonna do it. And what I wanna do is give you a new concept to approach this with it starts out with being all or something. And more importantly, it's a longer time frame. You know, when we think about being perfect to lose weight, really what's going on behind the scenes is you want to lose weight as fast as possible. And you think about losing weight as a temporary thing. You think, I'm going to diet, I'm going to do this plan until I lose the weight. And then I'll figure the rest of it out. Um, and it is thinking about it in the short term time frame that is really the problem because basically what you're doing is you're thinking about your weight loss like it's a sprint and when you run a sprint you have to be perfect in order to win if you trip a little bit running a sprint you're going to lose that race so any little mistake you make in a sprint is catastrophic and so you're approaching your weight loss like it's a sprint and any little mistake you make feels catastrophic and so it's and then it's hard to keep going so what you need to do is change your mindset in terms of how long you think you're going to be doing this for because let me ask you the question how long do you want to keep the weight off for Right now, I know it's forever. So instead of focusing on losing weight, focus on getting to your goal weight and living the rest of your life there on near autopilot. And now all of a sudden we have a long time frame that is hopefully forever. If you'd like to keep the weight off and have the highest level of health for your entire life, then that's a forever time frame. And this becomes a never ending marathon. Don't freak out about it because when you don't have to be perfect, it's not as stressful <laughs> and you can do it forever. And so if you start your plan by changing how you think, changing your time frame, realizing you don't need to be perfect. Uh, there's a great saying, right? People overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. And so as you start orienting yourself to kind of slow, steady improvement day after day after day that's comfortable, maintainable, systematic, it sets you up to be in a tremendously different spot than you've probably ever been in your entire life when it comes to weight loss three months from now, six months from now, one year from now of constant improvement each and every day, a little bit, doing something a little bit better each and every day. Next year at this time, you've we've woven a strong foundation underneath you. 
And again, if you compare that to dieting, there's no foundation under you. You know what I mean? You, you just hit it hard. You're perfect for a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks, and then you stop. That's what happens 95% of the time you try to diet. And so this is the alternative. And I hope it's inspiring to you because again, you probably never think this way because every diet you see is trying to condition you to think short term, fastest results possible. But a lot of times this approach of trying to get the fastest results possible is the approach that's the least sustainable. We can't stick with it very long. We can never even get the results in the first place, you know? And then God forbid we get the results, we can't maintain them because we don't like how we're doing it. So I'm offering you a different way to think about this where you extend that time frame, you start thinking of the rest of my life and you approach this process right from the beginning is, how can I set this up for myself in a way that works for me that's sustainable and that I can live for the rest of my life? What a different approach. And you end up with a completely different outcome. And each and every day that goes by, each and every year that goes by, you just keep getting better and better and better and better at it, all right? So start changing the way you think about this and realize you do not need to be perfect to lose weight. You can be better than you were yesterday, better this month than you were last month, better this year than you were last year, and you're going to lose weight. And you can do it in a much more enjoyable, comfortable, sustainable way. This is what I want for you. Uh, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I will do my best. Do my best to answer them. I always like to give it a shot. What's up, Karen? How you doing? Karen from the UK. I've had a lot of people from the UK lately. Some of my favorite clients. It's funny. I, I was talking to someone the other day about um. It's weird. It's like it's like America, Australia, and the UK. It, they're very similar food wise, you know, weight wise, and how we think about stuff. You know, it, even though we're so far apart, um, it, it's fascinating, and. Uh, Oh, I'm from Poland. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, these lives are amazing. You know, these people from all over the world. It's so cool. And um, yeah, it's exciting. I guess, you know, I, I don't know. You know, it's like, uh, you know, to me anyways, the weight issue really is a mindset issue. And uh, so, you know, I guess you could be anywhere in the world, you know, be struggling with a certain mindset that, that, that's kind of the main reason you're struggling with the weight, you know, and the food. So uh Again, if I can offer anyone from anywhere in the world some uh, some help, that always makes me happy. And I've been fortunate enough to, to work with people all around the world, so it, it's really it's really fun. A marathon training in gym, but I want to lose weight. What can I do with increased appetite? Oh, I see. I'm a marathon training in gym, but I want to lose weight. What can I do with increased appetite? Okay, um, you know, here's the thing, right? And I, I was talking about this yesterday that that exercising is one of those interesting things when it comes to weight loss. Now you're marathon training and so, yeah, you got an increased appetite here, which by the way is what I always say, like if you're not training for a marathon, if you're not, you know, if you don't have to work out, I really suggest if you're approaching your weight, if you're starting your weight loss journey, I don't really think, I don't really recommend working out, you know, because now I'm talking about working out, like doing cardio, intense stuff and cardio, weightlifting, stuff that's intense. I think walking's great. I, I, I think of that more as activity. I think increasing your activity is super. I think increasing the exercising, um, exercising is good, but I think when you want to lose weight, there's, it's a double whammy. First thing is that there's this licensing effect thing where when we do something good, moral, um, you know, virtuous, we tend to follow it up by doing something not so good, moral, and virtuous. It's kind of the way our, our brain works. Um, and so a lot of times we'll go to the gym and say, oh my God, I burned 500 calories. I'm gonna eat this muffin, it's only 200 calories. When in reality, we burn 200 calories and we get the muffin was 500 calories. So you gotta watch out for that. The next thing is the increased hunger, right? So you're working that out. Um, here's what I would suggest to you. I think the, the secret, in my opinion, to really mastering your weight is in mastering your hunger. And this is, hear this out, because I find a lot of dieters 
subconsciously, they want to be really hungry. They want to be really hungry because they associate the more hungry they are, the faster the weight loss is going to happen, you know? And so you got to watch out for that. And so again, it, it's having that long-term approach and time frame. So if you can let go of that, the real secret is, can you manage your hunger? Can you master it? I sit here in front of you as someone who has mastered my hunger. Um, that's how I've mastered my weight. I'm not walking around. <clears throat> I'm not walking around hungry all the time with us iron willpower just not eating. I want to make that crystal clear. When I get really hungry, I eat, I, I overeat. I eat the wrong foods, just like everyone else. Okay. But what I've gotten very good at, <clears throat> my voice going. What I've gotten very good at is strategically managing my hunger. And so we use in the program uh, a zero to 10 scale, hunger scale. Zero is you're absolutely starving. 10 is you're absolutely stuffed. And if you want to lose weight, I would suggest you probably want to spend a lot of your day in that three, four range where you're a little hungry, but you're pretty satisfied. And again, the big mistake I see people doing, the, the most common diet mistake I see people making strategically they're eating is that they, they'll always come and go say, everything's going great, you know, until the afternoon and night. And then everything falls apart. I'm overeating everything. You know, I say, okay, well, what are you eat for breakfast and lunch? Nothing. <laughs> I say, what do you want to eat for, for afternoon and dinner? Nothing. I just want to lose weight. Well, that's not a, that's not a good plan. Now I know you, you fall into it. You just want to lose the weight, but, um, really what you want to do, like, like me personally, now that, again, everyone's different. So I don't make that clear, but for me within an hour, I like to eat and I'm usually, I want to get my, my hunger level. I want to get it to a three, four. I'm, I'm usually like a four or five. Now I'm not trying to lose weight anymore. Um, I'm usually a four or five right within an hour. And then I'm, I'm surfing that four or five the whole day, you see? So I'm not that hungry. So I'm not fighting crazy cravings and hunger and all the rest of it. So, um, anyways, the, the number one secret to mastering your hunger though, is understanding calorie density. Um, there's a diet philosophy called volumetrics, which kind of explains this. It's simple. It's basically how many calories are in a quantity of food that you have. Okay. So for example, a a cookie is very calorie dense, right? It's a small thing, but there's a lot of calories in it. A salad is not calorie dense and it takes up a lot of space, but there's not a lot of calories in it. So it's important to understand the calories are not the things that are satisfying your hunger only. Um, what's really, there's other things satisfying your hunger and a big part of it is the volume of the food. Because there's, there's a number of factors affecting your hunger. One of the big ones is your stomach. There's stretch receptors in it. So as your stomach starts shrinking down, that's one thing that, that signals your, your body and brain to, to be hungry. And so if you can stretch that stomach out, you'll reduce that hunger. And so when you eat less calorie-dense foods, you're eating a lot of volume. It's filling up your stomach. It's making you feel full, but the calories are lower, okay? So that's one piece. The next piece, and this is something I discovered myself. Again, this is something I would strongly suggest you play around with. This is understanding satiety. And so, you know, we, we know about protein, right? If you eat protein, it's going to make you feel fuller longer than carbs, okay? Um, and right in there, for me personally, what was even stronger than protein is fiber. Insoluble natural fibers from fruits, vegetables, greens, beans. Um, when I started to really increase the, I, the way I did it is I started eating a huge salad Monday through Thursday for lunch. And this is a big salad. It's a big bowl, a lot of greens. There's lots of nutrient density variety in it. It's lots of vegetables, fruits in there. You could get tomatoes, that, that type of fruit. Um, and, and beans. And so what, what happened is very quickly is I couldn't believe it. Like I felt very, very full. And the reason why is that fiber stays in your intestines and it helps keep you feel full as well. Okay. It activates the ileal break, colon break. There's these breaking systems within your intestines that make you feel full. 
And so anyways, I don't want to go into this too long. I'm not a nutritionist, but these are just some ways. What I'm suggesting you do is take a step back from what you typically do and start to be more strategic. You know, what most people are doing is they're trying to fight their hunger to lose weight. And I think that's a losing battle, right? So um, I get it. Mastering your hunger is a challenge, but I think the secret to it is, again, in the program, we, we have an eating structure. Uh, and it's a five days clean, two days pleasure eating. But those five days of clean eating, you're really experimenting, figuring out what foods for you satisfy you the most, satisfy you the longest, keep you the fullest that don't have a lot of calories in them. And once you have that figured out, like the rest of the weight loss becomes easy and then mastering your weight becomes easier, you know? But a lot of people don't even know about this. You're just trying to cut calories. All you're doing is thinking about calories. And if you just, if you eat, you know, if you, if you, I, I, I'm just, I, this isn't real, but let's just say all you do is eat cookies all day. If you just eat cookies all day and you cut those cookies down to, uh, you know, by half, yes, the calories go down, but you're going to be really hungry. Okay. If you cut those cookies down by half and then replace it with salad and vegetables and fruits, you're taking up lots of volume. You're going to feel really full. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm trying to say. I, I know it's a goofy example in a sense, but calorie density, if you don't know about it, you don't understand it and you want to lose weight, please look that up. Learn about that. That's one of the most important things you can understand in order to strategically master your hunger and, and master your weight ultimately as well. All right. Um, it took me a year to master my hunger and I have you to thank Jim. Yeah, you're welcome, Don. I know you're doing all the work. I was thinking about you today. You've done such a great job. I'm proud of you. Um, it's great. Yeah, and, and again, it took me a year. You hear what she said? You know what I mean? Like this one I'm talking about when you when you give yourself more time, you know, you're just it's like I don't don't get take this the wrong way, but it's the only thing I can think of. But it's like most dieters, you're like little kids. You know, like I got my my, my son. <laughs> he's getting a little bit older now, you know what I mean? So he's it's not so much like this. But when he was you know, four to eight, nine years old, right? Like we would do something new. It didn't matter. Soccer, basketball, drawing, it, literally anything. And we would do it and he would suck at it, right? Because we're doing something new. And he goes, oh, I'm terrible at this. You know what I mean? But that's what dieters are like. It's like, what, what you just, you haven't been thinking about your weight at all. And all of a sudden, okay, tomorrow's the day and I'm going to do this. And you think like, you're just going to be great at dieting to starting tomorrow. Like it's, it's the weirdest thing on the planet. You know what I mean? It's just so crazy to me. I was just thinking about this today. Like no one thinks it, it's the way you think about it. Now, let me take a step back. I don't want to offend you. I'm not, that's not what I'm here for. I'm, I'm not speaking to you. I think that um, what's going on is that uh, <clears throat> um, I'm getting distracted here with these messages. <laughs> Hold on. Um, what's going on here is that you've been almost infected with a diet mindset. You have been exposed to millions of diet ads in your life. Okay. And so at this point in your life, you want to lose weight. You probably want to lose weight for decades. Haven't been able to do it. Why is that? You're a smart, intelligent person, but just haven't been able to figure this part out. Right. And it's because literally you've been literally hypnotized. I'm not going to go into the reasons why, but you're literally in a hypnotic trance, a diet trance. So the only way you can think about losing weight is dieting. Okay. And it is such a sabotaging mindset for when you want to lose weight. And a big part of that, again, is this time frame piece of it. So when you give yourself more time and you realize, I suck at losing weight, I'm not good at it. So let me start to learn. Let me practice how to eat better, how to lose weight, how to live a healthier lifestyle, how to think like a thin, healthy person. 
Like you're not, you're not approaching this like you're practicing it. You're saying what, most likely, what people always say, oh, I know what I need to do, Jim, I just gotta do it. No, you fucking don't know what you need to do. You don't know how to keep yourself motivated. You don't even know how to get yourself to do it. You have to learn that. You have a vague sense of how you should eat. And by vague, I mean, if, you're, if your weight loss plan is, I'm gonna stop eating carbs. I'm gonna not eat for 16 hours. <laughs> Thanks, Shannon. I'm gonna um, just count my points. You know what I mean? Like, like that's what the diets do, okay, is diets are just marketing exercises. What, what diets do, they know you're overwhelmed and exhausted. They know you're, you're, you're frustrated with your weight. You're just overwhelmed. So what they do is they create these plans around, they call it the one thing. Every diet plan is based around this one thing. So they try to make this, the weight loss, weight loss conceptually as simple as possible. Just don't eat carbs. Just stop eating meat. Just stop eating fat. Just count your points. Just stop eating for 16 hours, right? It's always one tactic. I promise you, you're never going to get the weight loss results, the health results that you're looking for with just one tactic. Your, your weight loss, you think about your weight loss like it's a bank account, credits, debits. Your weight loss is like a stock market. You know, there's all these different factors all impacting each other. That's why Program Yourself Thin is one of the most comprehensive approaches to weight mastery that I've ever seen. You need a comprehensive approach. Right? You got to deal with your mindset. Um, you've got to do, there's just a lot to it, right? So I, I have a weight mastery pyramid. By the way, let me say this real quick. If you are not on my email list, please go to my bio, click that link. I give you a free hypnosis session um, and I give you a training right after that, three steps to master your weight. And I email you great stuff every day. But I also have a new training. Um, I want to do it this week, whatever. It'll happen next week, the weight mastery pyramid. And it's a whole training I'm giving you for free. Okay, but get on there, okay? But the weight mastery pyramid is mindset, lifestyle, and then eating. All you're focusing on is just eating, and you wonder why you can't do it. Well, you're not focused on your lifestyle, you're not focused on your mindset, you have no foundation under you. And so what you do is you just wing it for a couple days, couple weeks, and then you can't do it anymore, and then you go back to what you always did, you know? And you just keep repeating that cycle. Not your fault, it's really not your fault until now. Now you know. I'm kind of, because what I'm doing, you're kind of just trapped in that mindset and I'm pulling you out of it so you can see you just keep doing the same thing over and over, you know, and it makes no sense. The idea that some magical Monday would show up and you could just all of a sudden eat 1200 calories from that point forward until you reached your goal weight is completely childlike thinking, right? I mean, what else is it? Magical thinking, right? What is it? What's going to be different between you now and you and this magical Monday that's going to come up where you can all of a sudden just eat 1200 calories? Like it makes no sense, but that's the plan you're kind of following on autopilot, like a zombie, like a hypnotized zombie, you know? And so again, I try to get in here. I do all this stuff for free, just kind of wake you up to that. So you can put yourself on a path to mastery because weight loss isn't rocket science. It doesn't have to be hard. You're making it hard. You're making it so hard, <laughs> you know, because you just, you need instant results. And because you, you're like a baby, I, I get it. Don't take this the wrong way. But you're like a child. If you don't get instant results, if you're not great at it right away, forget it. You know, and so I'm trying to show you there's another way where you take it slow, you calm down, relax. Fuck, fuck who cares how much you can lose weight this, this month? How much can you lose this year? How much can you keep off for the next decade? Aren't those better questions? <laughs> right? Makes me nuts, you know, and it makes me most nuts for you because, you know, listen, the reason I'm here, my dad died at 54 of a heart attack. You know, obese, unhealthy lifestyle, knew his heart was bad, couldn't change it. So here I'm at nine years old. My brother's six years old. Dad's gone. Do you hear what I'm saying? This isn't about looking good in a bathing suit. Mostly. I mean, I want you to look good in a bathing suit too, you know, but this is life and death. 
And that's just a whole other piece of the whole puzzle is that, you know, the food industry is constantly influencing us to minimize. And by the way, the diets, all the big diets you're referencing to lose weight are all owned by the big food companies. All the big diets you're referencing. Did you know Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz? Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle? Atkins Food Products is owned by the same company that owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. Um, the company owns Slim Fast, same company owns Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream. They, say, they don't want you to lose weight. They just want to get you coming and going, and they want to, more, more importantly, infect your brain so you can never lose the weight, can never stop eating their bullshit food because you're addicted to it and you have no strategy to change it. You know? This is why you sit here 30 years into trying to lose weight no better off than when you first started. Literally, no better off. You have no more idea of how to lose weight now than you did before you started your first diet. You just keep trying diets. And worse, you might keep trying the same diet. How many, try, how many times are you going to try Weight Watchers? How many try, times are you going to try to start your keto plan again? You know what I mean? And it's like, it's sad because time just keeps going forward and you're not getting the results. You're probably getting heavier, probably unhealthier. You know, so I get out here and I, and I try and show you the better way. You know what I mean? And um, that's what I want to do for you because it doesn't have to be hard. It's like, I would say, like, like, imagine you want to play the piano, right? You never play the piano, you're going to play it. It's like, what would you say to someone who's like, I want to play the piano, I want to play it fast. I want to get good really fast. So I'm going to play 10 hours a day. Well, okay, that sounds great until after the first day, you can't move your fingers because they're all cramped up because you never practiced and now you hate the piano and you can't practice for three days. That, that's metaphorically what you're doing with your diets. You're oh, way overwhelming yourself. Where you going from 2,500 calories? Oh, I don't need 2,500 calories. Yeah, the fuck you don't. Do you ever track your calories when you're not on a diet? <laughs> the average Americans consume 2,700 calories a day. I don't know why I'm overweight. You're probably eating a lot of calories. You know? I see you, Hamilton. Go sign up. Let's go see you in the program. Um, so, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's way overcorrection. I mean, is every diet not an overcorrection for you? Right? It's either got to be an overcorrection. If it's not an overcorrection, if it's not some extreme plan, you're not, ex you're not motivated. Right? You're not motivated by doing something smart and strategic and slow. You know? And that, that's, it's, 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 I mean, listen, part of it's like just how your brain's set up, you know, but part of it is a lot of that conditioning from the diets as well. But you have no alternative support to think in a different way. I try to be that for you, okay? And I do that for you for free. I have a program too. You can, you can join and work with me, but I do it for free as well. I want you to know this is a mission for me. So follow me, um, listen to my podcast, go get on my email list. I just give you stuff that I used to charge for. I just give it away now, okay? And I've got a lot of cool stuff coming. Um, how do I not resist the little voice that's telling me the right thing to do? Luna, great question. Now that's the right question. That's my specialty, okay? What I do is I help people really, okay, so here's the hypnotist point of view is that you are, you are your own best or worst hypnotist. Why? Because you're up in your head talking to yourself all day long, right? <laughs> do you know that? You know you're up in your head that we call it the internal dialogue? You are talking to yourself all day long. When it comes to weight loss, the voice you got is really negative, it's a perfectionist voice and it's it's mean to you and it gets you to feel like shit. You start a plan, you make one little mistake and that voice just beats you up. And that's the main voice you have to help you lose weight. And it don't work. So a big part of what I help people do, and again, my program is really layered. There's a couple components to it, but the big part of it, the core of the Program Yourself Thin program is the Program Yourself Thin technique where you learn how to program your own subconscious mind. In other words, how to hypnotize yourself. Now listen, yes, you can be hypnotized. Yes, you hypnotize yourself constantly. The things you're saying in your head probably have a bigger impact on your weight than anything else. You don't, you're not aware of what you're saying to yourself and you have no ability to change it. And until you do, I don't know how you're going to change your weight. I, I really don't. I know if you took my brain and put it in your body, we'd start losing weight instantly. 
because I think different. I know this because I used to be 50 pounds heavier. I used to think completely different. <laughs> and now here I am 30 years later, the same weight. No dieting, no exercising. I want to make that clear. I'm a lazy person when it comes to working out. I don't like it. I haven't worked out consistently in any form for 30 years. I've done a little bit of P90X for a month or two here. You know, dumb shit like that. But that, that's not that's not mastering my weight. I've mastered my eating and I've mastered my eating because I've mastered my thinking. You know? Um, and it's not about resisting the little voice, okay? It's about creating a voice that's encouraging and supportive. That's why, again, program yourself thin. The, the, again, you've never heard of this before, but tell me it wouldn't be helpful because right now, I don't know you, but one thing I know about you is that you have no supportive, encouraging voices, um, ex, you know, exposure in your life. There's no, you have no sources of encouraging, supportive um, ideas in your life. Uh, and what I mean by that is that, let me take a step back. So this make, I got to explain this because I don't, I don't approach weight loss like a diet. I say you got to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. So when I work with people, I don't want you to just lose weight. I want you to become the best version of you you can be. And I know the best version you you can be, one part of that is being at your goal weight, okay? And so, but there's more to it. And so when you think about you being at your best, being the most energized, the most focused, the most motivated, eating the best, living the best, feeling the best, when you think about yourself as that version of you, how, where in your life do you get any support to remember about that, right? Where? Because what I think you're getting is nonstop messages to eat shitty food, right? Nonstop commercials, nonstop triggers in the environment reminding you to eat shitty food, um, nonstop reminders to diet. But where do you get messages encouraging and supporting you, helping you become the best version of you possible? Yeah, nowhere. And so I'm programming yourself then. It's an eight-week program. First of all, change is change. That's what dieting is. It's change. It's change work, personal change. The hardest part of change is remembering to do it, right? So I know, listen, I've been doing this for 20 years professionally. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I know 1,000%. I've got the most practical weight mastery program on the planet. I know this. So I know when you wake up tomorrow morning, you're going to look at your phone. And when you do, you're going to see a message from me. You're going to click on it, and it's going to bring you to a five-minute hypnosis session. Each day for eight weeks, you get a five-minute hypnosis session, a different one with a weight loss mantra in it. This is how I help you develop a thin and healthy mindset. Each and every day you start the day calm and relaxed. When's the last time you've been calm and relaxed for five minutes? Imagine you've done that every day for eight weeks, each time hearing positive messages. You heard my videos, you've seen my videos. You know what it feels like when you take two minutes and imagine how you wanna feel. Imagine how it feels to be at your goal weight, the best version of you. You know how that feels. Imagine if you did that for five minutes every day for eight weeks. And then imagine, oh, now it's nighttime. I'll look back at my phone. Hey, it's another message from Jim. Hey, make sure you do your program yourself in technique, right? It's a two-minute technique, self-hypnosis technique. It's easy, redo rehearsal technique, powerful. And then there's a link to a sleepnosis session. It's the evening session with a core weight loss mantra in it. There's eight of them in the program. Each week you listen to them all night long. Hey, thanks a lot. I love those. Um, and then, so you bookend your day. That's a 10-minute session. And there's two of them, right? So one has a countdown. So if you want to listen earlier in the night and go about your night, you listen to that one. And if you want to listen to one as you're going to sleep, then you listen to that one. It doesn't have a countout, right? And so each one of those has a core weight loss mantra each week. And you listen to that every night for the week. So, you know what I mean? Have you ever heard of this, right? Because again, I love, I don't mean to throw my, my fellow hypnotists under the bus, but 
I know the hypnosis world and, and there's very few people that have had the experience and the focus on weight mastery that I have. And so you, I promise you, you will never find a hypnosis program like this for your weight mastery. You know, never mind that I give you 25 other sessions, you know, in a library. But what I want to do is I want to get you in the habit. I want to bookend your days. Let me have your brain for five minutes in the morning and 10 minutes at night. I'll turn it into a thin and healthy mindset. It's not rocket science. It's not that hard. You just have no exposure to these messages. You have no consistency for, this is why your motivation starts off high. You start your diet, then it just disappears. and You have no control over it. You know, but think about your environment. Where are you getting positive messages consistently? Where are you getting messages to remind yourself to focus on who you want to be, why you want to do this? You're not. By the way, your motivation to lose weight is what I call the spontaneous pain-based motivation. Look at the last 10 times you actually started a plan and got anywhere with it. And I'm talking when I say anywhere, I'm talking about a couple days, a couple weeks. Because <laughs> that's, that's the longest anyone's losing weight for. Once, maybe once in your life you did it for six months, maybe a year, right? Usually it's a couple days, couple weeks, you know? And so this is the easiest weight loss program on the planet. All you gotta do, could you take 15 minutes a day to relax and feel good, to hear positive things, to feel good about yourself, right? So it's easy and it's comfortable. But I just say, I don't care if you get the program. I'm not pitching the program. I'm really, I just wanna point out just what is every diet, right? If we, can, if we can summarize it in one simple concept, and I talk about, like I'm gonna throw every single diet, every single workout plan, Every single dietitian and doctor's plan or, or suggestion, right? I'm going to put them all into one category so you can see why they're never going to work for you. Okay? Why? Because they're telling you what to do and they never help you or show you how to get yourself to do it. And is that not your main problem? Right? You, you know what you should do. Problem is you can't get yourself to do it. You know? That's the big problem. But let's go. I'm going to get through some questions. I got carried away there. Let me, get, let me get, move it along. Um... Evenings are diet killers for me. Yeah, evenings are a tough one for most people. That's one that was my big one too, for sure. I do salads most day for lunch too, and it really has changed all the things I used to crave. Yeah, the, the salad during lunch has been the biggest game changer uh, nutritionally that's ever happened to me. Thank you. I'm definitely guilty of going against my hunger. Yeah, yeah, it's a common again. That, that's so common for for um, dieters. Oh my gosh, when I hear oh, I'm starting on Monday, I turn into a Karen. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I mean. The starting on Monday. It took me a whole week to start being self conscious about eating healthy. Yeah, great rose. But it's, um again, I'm assuming self-conscious, like being aware, mindful is what you mean by that. And if it took a whole week, a whole week's nothing, you know? I have health issues due to my eating habits. I started yesterday to eat healthy. Great job. True, yep, definitely true. Oh, come on. Uh, just eat plenty of protein, berries, and lift weights, walk, build muscle, we'll lose weight. Again, you know, I mean, that's, that's fine. That, that's one plan, you know? To me, again, that's another piece of the program itself that I didn't mention here is there's a weight mastery workbook you come up with. It's really, you, you create three weight mastery blueprints, a mindset blueprint, lifestyle blueprint, eating blueprint built around you, you know? So someone could say, yeah, I just eat protein and berries and just lift weights and walk. And it's like, that might work for you, it might not. I don't want to lift weights. I didn't want to lift weights. So I said, ah, that, that's not for me. You know, I might, oh, that's what I got to do. I'm going to force myself to do it. You've got to stop thinking that way. You have to build around what works for you. And you never do that, right? Because you just say, oh, let me try this diet and I'll try and do it perfectly. Let me do this diet. Oh, and none of them fit for you. That, those diets aren't made for you. You know, your whole weight loss experience is you trying to fit a square peg in a round hole and it doesn't work. You know, you've got to create a plan that, that's for you. Um, calm, very important. Yes, calm is the, is the key thing. Um, how do I join? Uh, again, you can go to programyourselfthin.com and find out about it, but I would suggest that you go to my bio, click that link, get the hypnosis session and watch the training. The three steps, nice way, it's about 30 minutes, but it'll it'll change the way that you think about weight loss, like, like how you're approaching it. 
you're you're approaching it completely wrong. I, I can't. It's not. You don't need more willpower. You don't need to like be less addicted to food. It, it's not that stuff. That's what it seems like to you. But I promise you, it's not that. It's that you have no strategy. You know, it's like even the mindset piece, right? So when and I and you know, by the way, I always like to say this, but you hear now a lot of times like almost like buzzwords, mindset, lifestyle. Well, what's that mean? You know, in my program, lifestyle, it's eight specific habits that I show you and just explain them and then show you how to implement them in your life in a comfortable way. And then mindset. No one gives you a specific mindset. Shit. I even read Carol Dweck, who's the, the mindset queen, right? She's the, the fixed growth mindset lady. And it's like you read it and it's like, okay, but but how do I do that? <laughs> you know, it's same shit. And so mindset for me is six categories. It's motivation, self-image, habits, emotions, thinking, how to think like a thin, healthy person, and maintenance. We break it down to those components so that you can motivate yourself, so that you can shift your self-image. Listen, the process of changing your weight so you become a thin, healthy person is a process of inside-out change into a different version of yourself. You're going to be living as a new version of you, as a new, you're going to be living in a new identity. You're not just losing weight, staying to be the same person. You know, that's one of the biggest mistakes you make them, you know, but go to my bio and get that link. And then at the end of that training, I talk about, um, I talk about the program and how you can join, or you can just go to program yourself then and get started with it if you, if you so choose, which is a smart move again. And, and I mentioned the program so far, but I didn't even mention the fact that I coach as well. I, I coach people every Tuesday and Thursday. We have live coaching calls. <laughs> like it's, it's nuts. I love mantras. They work. Yeah, exactly. We all think of mantras. You know, the dieter mantra, what's the dieter mantra? I just want to lose the weight. 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 No, you don't just want to lose the weight. You want to keep the weight off forever on near autopilot, right? You want to live as a thin, healthy person. You want to live at your goal weight and, and enjoy life. And you want it to be easy and automatic. You don't just want to lose weight. Just losing weight, that's how you lose weight and then put it all back on. Stop saying that. <laughs> but we all think in mantras. That's what I'm saying. That's the hypnosis. Right, we when the hypnosis, right? What's a hip, what's hypnosis? The most basic thing. You put someone in a calm, relaxed state, and you give them suggestions. The suggestions are really just mantras. They're just like phrases that we just keep cycling through in our head. They become neural pathways that become super highways that we just keep. They're easy to think about. And you've got ones again. I, I just want to lose weight is the biggest diet one, but you've got a bunch of them. You know, um, I got to stop eating ice cream. I got to stop eating ice cream. I'm gonna get started next Monday. You know what I mean? You got a bunch of them. And so I replaced those with with good ones. You know, by the end of my program, you've got 57 of those daily ones installed into your mind. And then most importantly, you've got those eight core weight loss mantras deep, deep, deep in your mind. These sessions are strategically built to really implement these mantras deep into your mind. All right. So yeah, they work. They work. Ella says, I need this for sure. For sure. It's, it's, I don't know. I, I think it's the greatest program, you know, practice loving hunger. Uh, maybe a little bit. I think you could. Be, I do agree that you do need to like. If you want to lose weight, you're gonna to have to get comfortable living and liking a bit of hunger. Now, let me say this, and I want to preface this by saying, if you have an eating disorder, this won't work for you. Okay, this is not for you. If you're overweight and want to lose weight, one thing you can tell yourself, if you know you've eaten enough for the day, and now it's evening, you're feeling hungry. What I would tell myself is I love this feeling because it's the feeling of weight loss. It's literally the feeling of my body burning off excess fat, excess calories, okay? So there is a little bit of existing with hunger, but I believe it's gotta be a slight hunger. If you're starving, I just don't see that as a long-term strategy. I don't, I have not seen that work well. If it did work well, it'd be a miserable existence. And understand this, I say program yourself thin. I know that's a triggering word for some people, but my definition of thin and I've thought a lot of, I've looked for a lot of different words. Thin's the one I landed on, but lots of thought was given to it. My definition of thin is you living at your goal weight. 
whatever weight you choose, you get to pick the goal weight you wanna live at, okay? How do you choose that weight? I would suggest that you choose the weight that gives you the best quality of life. Very important distinction here because a lot of people, when I first start working with them, they're choosing a weight that's not the best quality of life. They're choosing a weight where, like I'm gonna be a little you know, exaggerated here, but um, they're choosing a weight where they gotta you know, drink water and eat carrots, right? And they're not willing to do that. And so they're, they're picking a weight that they're not willing to live at. They're not willing to, to live or eat that way. A lot of people in this problem, you know, in, in this situation. And so you don't even want to, yeah, you'd love to magically be at that weight perhaps, but you're not willing to live and eat that way. That's a huge problem. That's called incongruence, okay? And you're going to be ambivalent. Party's going to want to lose weight and party's not going to want to. So it's really important that you choose the right goal weight, the one that's going to be the best quality of life. Then you have got to take into account how you're going to eat and how you're going to live, right? It's... It's interesting. Give us a mantra for today, please. It's early here in New, New Zealand. Need to get focused. Um, you know, listen, the mantra I love the most, and again, uh, I, I did not know this was a... <laughs> I don't want to get into the whole... I Okay, I will real quick, real quick. Um, I've been doing this personally for 30 years, professionally for 20 years, right? Or 5,000 probably the last 20 years, I have exclusively worked obsessively um, on helping people lose weight, right? About a year ago, I got on TikTok and other social media things, right? I'm going to share all this stuff. I want to help more people. And um, I get in my head, I'm like, I'm going to help overweight people lose weight with these, these techniques. And uh, well, you put it out in the world and, you know, the world finds you. <laughs> and so I get all this stuff from people with eating disorders just attacking me. I'm, I'm creating disordered thinking. I'm harming people. It's, it's, it's toxic. It's all this bad stuff. So again, I mean, so much of things come down to framing. You know, a technique that's going to help you lose weight and not eat so much for a person who's overweight or obese, it's a godsend, right? That technique for a person who's struggling with eating disorder is horrible, you know? So, so I, I'm definitely, I, I work to be more sensitive, but this is what I do. You know, I help people lose weight. We live in a country where 82% of the population is overweight or obese. The number one cause of preventable death is, is weight related. So I think it's important work I'm doing. You know, most people are appreciating this. But anyways, I, I do that there. So the mantra anyways, that was a long story to get into the mantra. The mantra I'm going to share with you is one that now I find out, Kate Moss used to say in the 90s, that nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. That is not what I'm saying. I am saying nothing tastes as good as thin and healthy feels. Is it the same thing? Am I just semantics? No, I'm not just talking about being skinny as I was just saying. I'm talking about quality of life. I think, listen, I've been a raw foodist. <clears throat> I've been a raw foodist. So I know what it's like to live and eat in a way that sucks. Now that was for me. I'm not, I'm not judging it. If you love it, great. For me, being a raw foodist was like, all I did was think about food 24 hours a day. And so while I did feel pretty good physically, I will say mentally and emotionally, I don't think that was a very good place to live. I was obsessed with food. It, it was not a good place for me. And so for me, the goal weight really has to be this holistic best place to be physically, mentally, emotionally. So when I say nothing tastes as good as thin and healthy feels, I mean that literally. And I think if you keep reminding yourself that, I'll give you a hint. That's the first core mantra I put into your mind in the program. That's the first week's core mantra. Because if you can start remembering that, the biggest challenge, what I look to do with my clients is when you're making food decisions, what you don't realize is, let's just say it's eight o'clock and you're thinking about eating ice cream. You're thinking about that ice cream in a very specific way. You're thinking about getting that ice cream, having that ice cream, eating that ice cream, end a movie, okay? That's the consumption, anticipation and consumption. And that cranks the desire way up, okay? But what you're not doing is you're not letting that movie play out to the consequence. And I'm not talking about the weight gain consequence. I'm talking about the consequence 
five minutes after you finish eating, the mental and emotional consequence of being like, and again, this is if you want to lose weight. Ah, shit, why did I do that? Fuck, and I blew another day. Oh, and I'm not going to lose weight. Oh, this sucks. I keep doing this. What's wrong with me? And so you, you get in this very negative headspace. Emotionally, you start to feel frustrated, depressed, angry, all these negative emotions. And they're right there. So a big part of what I look to do is change people's focus because you have been conditioned to focus on the anticipation and consumption of food. What is every single food ad you're seeing? It's watching the food getting served and it's watching people eat it. And so you're internalizing that. And this is how you've been conditioned to think about food. So what I work to do is help people start thinking about the consequence. This is one of those powerful things you can do to start making better food choices is, oh, I want to have some ice cream. Okay, I can have ice cream. It's pleasurable. We're not fighting that. Oh, no, I don't like ice cream. I can't have ice cream. Right? That's what you're doing. No, 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 we're on a diet. Don't do that. No, that doesn't work. Yeah, the ice cream's good. How am I going to feel when I finish it, though? Oh, the last time I did it, I kind of felt phlegmy. I was frustrated with myself. I felt let down. I woke up the next morning. I was like, ah, oh, another day kind of blown. I blew all the work I did during the day. Um, I didn't sleep great because I ate all that ice cream, that sugar right before I went to bed. And when you think that way, when you focus on the consequences, the desire for it goes down. So now you don't need as much willpower. You see, you're just, you think you need, you, you're relying on willpower for everything. And um, it's a horrible strategy. Your, your willpower is not, is not um, a great way to, to control your eating. You think it is because you think like a dieter, but the dieters that we've always covered, the dieters are teaching you bullshit stuff so you stay overweight and keep eating their bullshit. Don't tell me they're not. Because you tell me a diet that shows you how to get yourself to do any of it. Oh, just stop eating carbs? What? <laughs> what the fuck? What's that even mean? You're just going to stop eating carbs forever? No, just so I lose the weight. Well, then what are you going to do? You know, that short-term thinking. I, get, I haven't gotten here. I've I got a bunch of questions I'm going to get to them. But I, every day, well, what about water fasting? We think about water fasting. That's the peak of diet thinking, by the way. Right? Why the fuck would you water fast? For what? So you can lose weight for a week and, and tell everyone you lost 10 pounds? Because what happens the week after? Do you know what I mean? It's the same thing with the carb thing. You want to not eat carbs for the rest of your life? Is that what you want? You want to eat 1,200 calories for the rest of your life? Or count points for the rest of your life? <laughs> Give me a break. You know? You've got to set... you look, Again, program yourself. Then we start with your maintenance plan. Because why not? Why are you going to do that? You've got to stop this shit. You, you know what I mean? Like this idea that you're going to do something extreme to lose the weight. And then what? Because nothing makes a dieter more angry than when they're dieting. And um, and I say, okay, well, what are you going to do once you lose the weight? And then they get so mad. That's a very triggering question for people on a diet. They don't want to hear about that. Because you think you're going to just figure it out. You think once you get to your, your goal weight, I'll just figure it out then. No, you won't. Because now you got no motivation. Because you know what you did? You traded the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. And then you hit your goal weight. Oh, shit. Now I don't have food. And I don't have the scale going down. There's no pleasure in my life. <laughs> you know? Why didn't I realize this before? Karen said. Um, I, you know, listen, we don't realize a lot of things. That's why I get on here and just say this stuff to you, you know, because uh, just hearing new stuff, you know what I mean? Just because just, you never hear this stuff, right? Everyone's living in this weird diet world where it was just, oh, just do this, eat this, do this, don't eat then, and then eat this. And then and it's just like everyone's telling you what to do. That, is that the, really the problem? Listen, folks, if you, I don't know what diet philosophy you want to follow. And by the way, program yourself is diet agnostic. I work with, I'm a pescatarian, mostly vegetarian, practically a vegan. I a little bit of eggs here and there and a little bit of cheese, um, but mostly, mostly plant-based diet. Um, but there's people in the program that are carnivore, keto, vegetarian, obviously vegan, just everything, you know, because I don't care how you eat. It's up to you to figure out how you want to eat, what works best for you. And then I help you do that. And I don't think anyone's helping you do it. So you think you're just going to stop eating carbs tomorrow, you know? Weird. Um, I go to the bathroom mirror every morning and say I love you 25 times a day. That's great, Luna. I love that. I love that one. Yeah, again, changing yourself through love I think is wonderful. 
I role play that on Bella Hadid so it makes the carrots taste better. <laughs> Bella Hadid, I, I like I know who she is and I I get I'm assuming I, I don't know what's what's up with her, but she I, I hear her stuff, but I don't know. Like I, I don't know if it's good. <laughs> I don't I don't know enough about her, so I'm just gonna let that go. Um that breathing and relaxing before eating is currently saving me. Yeah, Luca, that's that's a great strategy. I'll tell you, that'd be one of the if if if, if that's all you did, right? If all you did was you said, from now on, I'm going to take a breath and relax before I eat uh, would be profound, you know? Again, I mean, another way to describe, there's a lot of ways to describe program yourself in this approach, but I think one of the big ways, the common ones is that it's calm weight loss. You see, when you start your diet, what you're doing is it's the opposite of calm. It's anxiety inducing, right? And we have two nervous systems. The sympathetic nervous system is your fight, flight, or freeze response. When you're fight, flighting, or freezing, the blood goes from your brain down to your body so you can fight or freeze or flight. And that's what state you're putting yourself in every diet, right? Because <laughs> you're already stressed and overwhelmed, right? Aren't you? And then you're going to start a diet. Then you're going to start and completely change how you're living and eating, you know? It, you know, let me just frame this a different way for you. You're not thinking, you think you're struggling with a diet because you can't stop eating the food. You're not appreciating the shift in your behavior piece of it. And starting a diet tomorrow would be very similar to saying, you know, tomorrow I'm going to use the computer mouse and brush my teeth with my other hand. Sound easy enough, right? Sounds easy enough. You could do it, but it takes lots and lots of conscious thought and energy, right? It's like, oh, you're doing it. It's like, now it takes more work. You got to focus on it. And then you're using your computer mouse. The mouse jumping off. You get frustrated. You got to think about it. And it's draining your energy down. It's annoying you. It's, it's hard to change what you do. And so you're already overwhelmed and frustrated, right? I don't know you and I know that's true, right? It's, it's this... It's the, the scourge of our time, right? We're all, we're all, and now you're going to just completely change how you're eating starting tomorrow. You know? No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. So yeah, being more calm, that's what program yourself, that's what I say. Imagine starting a pro, by the way, so it's like, I love people like, oh, program yourself in, so I start my meal plan tomorrow? No, you don't start your meal plan tomorrow. No, 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 no. You start with a five minute hypnosis session. You start, let's relax you, man. The big part of your problem so I tell you, sympathetic fight, flight, or freeze. The other one is the parasympathetic nervous. Your rest and digest, your pause and plan one. This is when the blood goes back up to your brain and now you can think more clearly, more calmly, more creatively. And you relax and you calm down. Do it right now. Take a breath. Relax your shoulders. I know they're tense. Relax your shoulders. Sit up straight. Relax your chest and your stomach. Relax your face. Face muscles and how they influence your, your moods is, is really interesting too. I just draw that out there. Now take a deeper breath. <sighs> From this place, you make better food decisions naturally. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it's the only thing, but I'm saying this alone causes you to what? You reconnect to your body. You make more intuitive, intelligent choices of what you're going to put in your body and eat. Is this how you feel when you're dieting? Stay in this state. Keep yourself relaxed. <laughs> Stay connected to your breath. Relax everything. Relax that jaw of yours. I know it's tight. All right, let it relax. And if you're alone, let your eyes relax. Your eyes are overworked so intensely. The, your eyes have the weakest muscles in your body and they're overworked, you know? So you let those eyes relax for a minute. Chest, stay breathing. Is this how you feel when you diet? <laughs> Would this help you? Doesn't this feel better? Don't you feel like you'll make better food choices and decisions the way you feel now. Do you see what I mean? Right? Good, good. I'm glad you said that, Luca. Jasmine says, I identify as a skinny person regardless of how my body looks and it trains my behavior. 
Good job, Jasmine. I love that quote. Yeah, it's a good quote, right? Uh, she, yeah, because I know you, Bella. I do like that one, right? I need to hear you. I lost 105 pounds on my own and need to stay where I am. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a little little coaching here. You don't need to stay there, right? Need is like you have to. You need to breathe. You need to pay taxes, right? You need to work if you want to live in whatever. But when it comes to our weight, it's never a need, right? We could be right on the verge of a heart attack. And I need to lose weight. No, you don't. No, you don't. You can just keep eating the way you do and die. Have a heart attack. You know, I know. I don't want that. I mean that to sound harsh, but I think it's very important. The words we use are extremely important, especially if you're a hypnotist. So I would switch that around, user 988, to I want to stay where I am. I want to stay where I am because it feels incredible and I want to keep this for the rest of my life and I want to make it easier. I did a lot of the hard work getting here and now I want to make it easy for me to stay here. Jeez, magic words, folks. When's the last time you approached your weight loss with the question, how can I lose weight in the easiest way possible? How can I make my weight loss fun and enjoyable? Breaking your brain? <laughs> now, I know you're not coming up with the answers because you never asked that question. Because deep down, you want the weight loss, you want the diet and the weight loss method to be really hard because you associate the harder it is, the faster the results you're going to get is. You know? And so, great job, user 98. That's 105 pounds is, is tremendous. Okay? Now you've got to shift. For you, what's important, everyone's got to know this, but especially when you've lost 105 pounds, because we think once we lose the weight, we're going to be this different person. You're not. You're the same person inside if you don't change it. Okay, and so now you're 105 pounds down. Now what you need to do is focus on your self-image, your identity. You're not that person you were. Okay, so again, and program yourself. Then in the mindset piece, motivation is the first thing. We got you've got to learn how to motivate yourself. You don't know how to motivate yourself. You're not motivated to lose weight right now. You don't even want to lose weight right now if you're not losing weight. That's that's why you're not losing weight. Okay, you wish you'd lose weight, but you don't want to. And once we figure out the motivation, how you how to run that, the next section of the program is your self-image. That's where we start. This process is not about losing weight. It's about becoming the best version of you possible. One part of that is living at your goal weight. So you, user 988, you've got to start focusing on really embracing, internalizing that you are this new version of you now. And you need to do that by asking better questions. How can I live this way for the rest of my life? How can I make how I'm living and eating easier, more enjoyable, more automatic? Questions no one's ever asking because the only thing dieters care about is just losing the weight. I'll figure it out when I get there. Why? Why would you figure it out? You know, most people have an overweight mindset and a dieter mindset, and they just flip flop between them their whole lives. Because how are you just going to create a thin, healthy mindset just because you lost the weight? I promise you that's not just going to automatically make it happen. So you got this overweight dieter mindset just flip flopping back and forth. This is why 95% of people, that, again, user 98, this isn't going to be you, okay? But 95% of people that lose the weight put it back on. This is why they got an overweight mindset, a diet mindset. Oh, I lost all the weight. Oh, I don't know what to do now. I, I don't know what to do now. I know how to be overweight and I know how to lose weight. I don't know how to be thin and healthy. I don't know. I don't know anyone that's been thin and healthy. That's it. Listen, program yourself thin. You know where it came from? I started studying NLP, which is neurolinguistic programming. It's the science of role modeling. You find people are getting the results you want. You go find out how they did it. Not just what they did externally, behaviorally. How did they think about things to get themselves to behave that way? And so I went to a lot of people at the Y, people had lost weight for two years, um, and I would speak to them. What did you do? How did you shift your thinking? Um, what changed for you? How did you think about food differently? How do you think about exercise differently? How do you think about your health differently, your lifestyle, all of this stuff? And it was unbelievable. It was amazing. Right away, you realized that was the missing piece. I, Because I, I've been around people that were overweight. 
I always joke about this. The guy who taught me the most about diets in my entire life was a family friend of ours when I was growing up. He was a 450 pound comedian, great guy. He spent the last 20 years of his life in a wheelchair, right? Never lost the weight. But every every other month he was on a different diet, right? He, was, he went through every every single diet, crazy stuff too. And he would sit me down and he would talk to me for like hours, just like, oh, this one does this. And it's like this, and this is how this one works. And then I do this. And this is like so intricate. And so like, he taught me all this stuff, but he could never do it. You know, and so when I began speaking with these people, it was like, like, like the light bulb, like light bulb, like thousand watt light bulb. When I was like, holy shit, this is the missing piece. Because listen, you know what to do, you know what you should and shouldn't eat enough. The problem is you have no strategy, no ability to get yourself to do it, and it's because you're never taught the mindset pieces of it all. You know, so that's what you want to focus on. I compartmentalize food experiences. It's either a conscious substance eat or a tasteful one. That's interesting. That's interesting. I like that. That mental picture is is me every damn day. Shake my head. Yep. My therapist told me exactly what you're saying. Good. So it's nine ninety seven. Yes. For to work with me to coach with me, it's nine ninety seven. Um, which again, I you know, money's a relative thing. So for some people, that's a lot of money. For some people, it's not. To work with me privately is twenty five thousand dollars. So for me to make the the group program where you get to work with me for a thousand dollars was me doing everything I can to, to be able to work with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I keep that group small. So you join that group. Like I'm about to do a call in about 20 minutes here. Um, but I spend a lot of time working with you. I get to know you. I understand your situation. And I coach you through the, the whole thing, you know? So it's a, it's a real joy for me to be able to offer that. I mean, shit, um, in, the, in the weight loss world, like you can hire like a Weight Watchers coach for like 500 bucks a month. And I promise you, <laughs> you're going to get a hundred times more value working with me. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. And again, I, what makes my approach unique, this is no time for false humbleness, is that I'm not telling you what to do. I, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, I'm not telling you what you should eat and what you should do. I'm showing you and working with you to help you get to a place where you want to do it. And, and I think that's, that's just what separates it, you know? No one does that. And that makes all the difference in the world. That's what you got to do. Uh, let me see here. I like your teaching. Will you please don't cuss? <laughs> yeah, I do cuss sometimes. I'll tone it down a little bit. I get worked up. This man knows what he's talking about. Thank you. Appreciate you saying that. This is just what I needed to hear today. Yeah, Meg, exactly. You need to hear this stuff every day. So listen, get on my email list, right? If you're not on it yet, go to my bio, click the link. Um, I give you a hypnosis session. It's a 10-minute kickstart session. The new Thin Me. Help you clarify and connect to your goal body, your, your dream weight. You know, Very inspiring and motivating. And then I give you a training, three steps to master your weight. And um, it could change the way you approach weight loss forever. And then I email you every day. Like, like real supportive, encouraging, coaching things. So you need to hear this stuff every day. And I'll give it to you for free. It's all free, folks. Yes, I have a coaching program too. But it's like I give you all this stuff for free. I will help you. You've got to take the freaking action though. I do this every day and just a small percentage of people will actually take the minute and a half to go and uh, sign up for it, you know? And it's like, but again, that just get back to the point. Most people don't want to lose weight anyways, but anyways, LOA, <laughs> maybe you don't like his style. For sure, for sure. Hey mate, is it 997 for the program? Yeah, yeah. I think I just answered you there, man. <laughs> I do you need a virtual assistant? Yeah, sure. Send me a message, maybe. You're so handsome. Oh, thank you, Evan. Um, what we take into our body is what will also reflect on the outside. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that completely. And that I think that's that's a great point too. You know, I think so often 
your motivation to lose weight, and this is why you're not motivated to lose weight. And, and I mean that literally, by the way, okay? I know you wish you'd wake up tomorrow and lose weight. I, I know you think about losing weight all the time. When I say you don't want to lose weight, I'm being very, very literal. If you're not actively doing things to lose weight, it's because you don't want to lose weight. So want is what you do. You, that's how I'm using that word, okay? Let's be specific with our words. And if you're, not, if you're not actively doing things to lose weight, it's because you don't want to lose weight. You're not motivated. It's that simple. And one of the reasons you're not motivated to lose weight is because you've been conditioned by the diet industry to think about your weight loss in a superficial way. So you have superficial motivation. You need more than that to lose weight. Because think about it, every single weight loss ad you've seen, every single diet ad you've seen, there's the before and after picture and how long it takes to go from one to the other. So it's conditioned you to think about your weight, how you're gonna look. I just wanna wear that bathing suit, whatever. Fuck that, sorry. (laughs) Um, What you need is you need a deeper motivation right? Your weight is dictating and influencing all the most important areas of your life. Your relationships, right? Your relationship with your partner, your relationship with your kids, your relationship with anyone who's important in your life, your ability to make the money you want to make, to be the person you want to make, to do the things you want to do are all impacted by your weight and how you're living and how you're eating. Not because of how you look, but because of how you feel, right? You're putting shit in your body all the time. You're tired, you're exhausted, you're frustrated, you're annoyed, you feel depressed, right? That's going to impact every area of your life. So you've got to boost up your motivation by realizing what's really at stake here. Again, it's been nonstop your whole life. The, the food industry has minimized the effects of the food. <clears throat> Let me give you a, a, a specific what I'm talking about. If I went back 100 years ago and I said to a smoker, hey, don't smoke, it's, it's going to get lung cancer. They would look at me like I was crazy because no one associated smoking with lung cancer, which seems crazy now, right, to think that, right? It seems so obvious now because we know it. But it wasn't obvious back then because the cigarette companies sat on all those studies for as long as they could. And so no one connected the two until the studies finally got out there. Well, the cigarette companies knew this in the 70s and they went divested from cigarettes. And guess what they went into? You're never going to guess. Yeah, food, right? Do you know right now that Nabisco and RJR Reynolds are literally merged as the same company? Do you know the parent company of Kraft is Philip Morris? So they went into food and they used, they brought the exact same philosophy of creating the most addictive products possible and using the most aggressive marketing they could to get you to overeat. And here we are now, 82% of the population overweight or obese. Well, I don't know why. You know? Well, that's a big part of it. And so a big part of why you're struggling with your weight is because of the way you think about food, your weight, your health. And that's a big reason the food companies caused you to think about that way. And so you have to realize that the food you're taking in on a regular basis daily is one of the biggest things gonna impact your longevity, your quality of life while you're alive. And so as you make this process more meaningful, not just about looking better and wearing a bathing suit at the beach, but more meaningful, I'm gonna be able to get on the floor with my grandkids, I'm gonna be able to live longer, I'm gonna have more life and energy and um, more flexibility and independence and mobility, and I'm gonna be happier and healthier, right? As you increase the what you're connecting to this, you become more motivated. And when you're more motivated, it, it all process becomes a lot easier. Let me tell you what worked for me this time. It's called TikTok. Thanks, Luna. Um, it has been great listening and understanding how and why. That's great, Marie. That's great. Evan, thank you again. <laughs> Can never hear you're too handsome too many times. You're definitely an amazing coach. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, user980. I'm glad you said that because I hope you heard what I was saying for you. Um, why am I craving sugar after I eat? Uh, that's a common thing, you know. Now, what I had heard originally that always made sense, and I lived with this for a while, is the whole alkaline acidic thing. Um, that if we eat a lot of like, uh, you know, acidic foods, we want to raise our alkalinity with like a sweets. 
I don't know. That's kind of been debunked. But for whatever reason, it kind of remains. For me, it's the same thing. Every time I finish eating, I, kind of, I feel like I want something sweet. So that's not unusual. I'm very calm with all my clients. The question is, how do you strategically work with that? What I will tell you what I've done after dinner is I will eat high quality chocolate and two pieces of high quality chocolate. I've, you know, it, it, it kind of does the trick for me. Um, but you don't necessarily have to stop eating anything after, after um, you eat. Find some other alternatives, okay? Not, not fake ones either. Stick to, I, I would say, again, there's no right or wrong as long as it works for you. That's the, the core rule of program yourself then. But when it comes to food, I really suggest that the more natural and unprocessed you keep your diet, the easier time you're going to have with everything, okay? So um, fruit's an okay thing, high quality chocolate, and see if that's working out for you, okay? Jasmine says, I don't need a coach, but w I wish we were friends. <laughs> Uh, why do I feel I want something sweet after I eat? Oh, okay. You just said the same thing. Yeah, same thing. How to stop eating sugar stuff and most of all after a meal. Wow, okay. Wow, look at that. Three people saying that. Um, again, I don't think you have to stop. You, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Okay, so, so I always say there's the three R's of weight loss that, that I teach my clients. And um, most dieters only know one of them. Uh, so it's reduce, replace, and then the one all dieters know, remove, right? And so I want to lose weight. I can't eat anything sweet after dinner. Oh, Okay. If I try to do that, like if I, if I say like, okay, I can't have anything sweet after dinner, that would last probably a day. And then I'd be, you know, eating an ice cream Sunday tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like as soon as I take away anything that I can look forward to and enjoy, I fall off the wagon with things. So what I found works better for me is to, I can have something sweet, but I, again, I'm either replacing it or reducing it. So I'll have something sweet, um, but I'm looking to optimize it. And again, what, where I've landed, what works for me is again high quality chocolate it's kind of sweet i enjoy it it satisfies me then it goes now if you want to re if you want to remove right if you were stuck with that one thing i will tell you is a lot of times you will have that urge to have something sweet but if you sit and be mindful with it you may notice that it lasts for about 15 20 minutes and then it just goes away maybe maybe not um and so another thing you can do if you want to just remove it and not eat anything is you just want to lose every single calorie's got to go i don't give a shit how miserable i am i just got every calorie's got to go i'll lose weight as fast as i can if that's your mindset um yeah then you say okay i can't have anything after dinner and i will go do something right so distract yourself don't stay in the same place you don't go sit on the sofa where you used to eat ice cream every night after dinner go go for a walk go get in a different environment um, do something that gets your mind off of thinking of eating. But again, I think what you'll notice if you pay attention to it, because cravings don't last, folks. Cravings don't just keep going up exponentially forever. What happens is cravings run in a U-shape, okay? They come up and at some point they peak and then they go back down. That's how your nervous system works. So if you pay attention to that, that sweet craving, you'll probably notice it lasts, you know, 15, 20 minutes or so, and then it goes on. Um, so play around with it. Again, experimenting. That's the nature of the game. With Program Yourself Thin, we're not, there's no one-size-fits-all plan. You know what I mean? So everything that I suggest to people, try it out and see how it works, you know? Because you can do that. Once you have a long time frame, you don't have to just do everything perfect. I'm, I'm telling you, it's the most freeing thing. Um, it really is. Yeah. Okay, so it's psychological. Digestion is hard work. Cravings equal quick spike energy to support the process. Yep, that too as well. I do house chores after dinner now. Yeah, there you go. That, that's smart. That's really smart. I love that idea too. Um, doing chores too, by the way, like if you're, if you haven't worked out in 20 years, you want to lose weight, please don't start losing weight by doing exercising intensely. I've never seen that work. I see people get hurt and get hungry and get miserable <laughs> and sore. So what I would suggest is you start off slowly with, um, I love chores, like activity. You know, where where your phone, everything's got a step tracker now, but doing chores around the house is a lot of steps, okay? So that's a great way to start start doing that, you know? And um, I, th I think that's a smarter way to go about it. 
All right. Lodi says, our place sweet things with coffee and a small black chocolate. Yeah, I, perfect. That's exactly it. See, what, what, what the dieters always think is like, I have to stop doing that. I have to stop doing that. I have to stop doing that. You know? And what happens is, listen, your whole weight loss process is about what you have to stop doing. Right? I got to stop overeating. I got to stop being overweight. I got to stop eating that. I got to stop doing that. I got to stop doing that. And what ends up happening is your subconscious says, okay, well, what do we do? And you're like, oh, oh, I don't know. You don't know what to do because you're never focusing on what to do. And you say, oh, I can't eat anything after dinner. And so like you'll not eat anything after dinner for three days and then you go right back to how you always ate. And then there's the people who said, okay, let me, let me work with this. Let me see what I can try. And maybe it takes two weeks. And then you end up and you land on a strategy of drinking coffee, black coffee, and having some small chocolate. And then you're like, that works. Same with me. I don't have the coffee at night, but I have the chocolate. And, and I, know that I, re- I know it works. I've tested it out. I know it, it's good. I have faith in it. And now that strategy is the strategy I use 90% of the nights. And I say 90% of the nights because 10% of the nights I, I, eat, I, I eat a cookie. I go get some candy. I, I eat jelly bellies, I, whatever. There's candy and I eat it. You know, but it's not what you do. You don't have to be 100% perfect. That's why I started this whole call off with you. You don't have to be perfect to lose weight. You just have to be better than what you've been doing. And what, what the, the classic dieter, there's a great saying, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. And if you're a dieter, that's you. <laughs> that is you. You're letting the perfect be the enemy of the good. You, nothing, nothing. If it's not perfect, it's not me, right? All or nothing. And But you're nothing most of the time. So it's like, you know, and I will say, like, don't take this the wrong way because I'm, I'm a recovering perfectionist. I work with a lot of perfectionists in the program. Um, a perfectionist to say, oh, if it's not perfect, I'm not going to do it, you know? And it's like, it's such a, it's such a, like, a, um, I don't know, kind of like a conceited, hmm, you know, this hoity-toity way to be an asshole because it's like you're nothing most of the time. So it's like, stop talking like, oh, I'm a perfectionist, like it's some great thing because you're not doing anything most of the time. Just because if, if you did do something, you'd do it perfect, so fucking what you're not doing it most of the time so so stop doing that if that's you at least don't say it out loud because I, I there's a lot of people like that and again i'm not i'm not doing this i'm not attacking you i'm trying to point this out to you that's one of the main things because you're okay well i'm gonna if you didn't like the swearing here we go but in sales they used to call it mental masturbation but the perfectionism's like this like in your mind you're just thinking a lot of people do this anyways uh, the magical monday when i do it i'm gonna do it perfectly when i do my weight loss plan i'm never i'm not gonna no carbs Right. And you talk about that, you know, three weeks, three and a half weeks out of the month and you do it for four days out of the month. You know what I mean? And so if that's you, stop doing it. <laughs> stop doing it because it's not going to work for you. And you're just living this fantasy land. And meanwhile, the results aren't where you want them to be. You know, um, what's high quality chocolate? I have a sweet tooth. Now, I will tell you now this is anecdotal. This is me. I'm not saying this is everyone, but I will tell you this story that high quality chocolate is like um, high concentrations of chocolate. Okay. And typically high concentrations of quality are usually good quality chocolate. Um, as opposed to like a Hershey's, which is a lower quality of, of cocoa in it. And so, um, I eat high quality chocolate all year long and I don't, I don't really like to eat a lot of candy. I, I don't let myself eat a lot of candy because to me, candy and sugar in general is kind of like cravings on layaway. You know, now I do eat it on the weekend a little bit here and there, but I don't like to eat a lot of it because it just makes everything harder. But anyways, that being said, Halloween comes around. It's kind of coming up. If you didn't know, they start pushing Halloween in August now. Anyways, um, at Halloween, I give myself a week to eat candy, right? And every year, it's the same thing. I eat the first piece, and I love peanut butter cups. I eat the peanut butter cup, and I go, ah, this isn't even good, right? And then I'll eat like one of them. I'll say, ah, this isn't even good. for Maybe I won't do it this year. 
five, 10 minutes later, I'm like, is that other piece still there? <laughs> I eat it and then I'm off to the races and I'll be eating that shit all day and night. And it's not even good. I, I don't like it. But again, you have to understand folks. What was I just saying? The cigarette companies own the food companies. They have, see like you, you in your mind, you, you kind of think, Oh, these foods that I like to eat, these processed foods, you know, it's like, it's like chefs slaving away in a, in a kitchen, working on their grandma's recipes, to make the best thing possible. Nope. <laughs> it's chemists in labs making the most addictive food possible. And, and I experience this every year with these candies. I'm like, it's not even good, but then I want more of it, you know? So it, it, to, to eat shit ass food, it, I, it's just, you're, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, what is that? Remember that commercial? I bet you can't eat just one. Don't take them up on that bet. <laughs> it's like going to the casino and saying, I'm, not, I'm going to beat you. You're not. You're not. They've got way too many resources. I mean, it's just billions of dollars. It, to give you an example, Frito-Lay, right, is a giant campus down in Texas. And in that campus, on top of the fact they got hundreds of chemists working on food recipes, they've got a $40,000 machine that chews. And it's there to figure out the perfect pounds per square inch, the perfect crunch, right? Again, you don't even know, addictive food is not just taste. There's like five colors. There's meltdown. There's the initial flavor hit. Um, there's the, the, the crunch of it. Uh, you know, there's all these different factors there to try. You wouldn't believe it. You know, again, watch the insider. That's about cigarettes, but they do the exact same thing with the foods. It, it's, you're not going to do it with your little brain and body. My little brain and body are not up against this. It, they're making food cigarettes they're making food drugs it, it's too much you know what i mean like it really is and so people say, i don't know how can i eat that shit and still lose weight you can do it technically like if i put you in jail and i just give you you know 1200 calories of this shitty food you'll lose weight but in the real world when you can eat more of it it triggers all of your your triggers your pleasure center literally to drive the point home, I will do it with Ben and Jerry's because Ben and Jerry's, you get this intuitive sense that, you know, Ben and Jerry up in a cabin in the woods up in Vermont, um, you know, slaving over different recipes to find the best one. No. Um, again, they take people and they put them into an fMRI machine, right? And they scan their brain in real time and they drip different ice cream solutions on their tongue to see which solutions trigger and light up their pleasure centers the most. What? Yeah. And so that's what you're up against. I don't take that bet. You know what I mean? So the more natural your food um, that you do, the easier time, you know, and, and the less natural, the more processed, the harder time you're going to have. I mean, it's built to be addictive and, and they know what they're doing. There's billions of dollars behind it, you know? Anyways. So if you start eating more natural foods, more natural sugars, and again, God, imagine this. If you, if you give yourself longer to, to think about your weight, instead of just thinking about losing weight as fast as possible, give yourself a longer time frame. You're never going to believe this, but you can start thinking in phases. So the first phase might be to eat the same amount of candy you do, do right now, same amount of sweets as you do right now, but switch it over to a more natural uh, sweets. That, that in and of itself would be a, a step in the right direction. And then once you do that, you're going to find it's easier, most likely, to start to wean down the natural sugar sweets. I know that sounds crazy. You never think there is. It's all or nothing. I get rid of all of it. You know, they just go back to what you always do. Love your video. Did you lose weight yourself? If so, how much? Um, yeah, I dropped 50 pounds about 30 years ago. But but more importantly than losing the weight, I, I want you to remember this. Because dieters always fall into the trap, and especially online. Oh, I lost 20 pounds. How'd you do it? How'd you do it? How'd you do it? Who gives a shit how they did it? You want to know how long has it been? That's the question you got to start asking. Stop listening to people that lost weight and start asking them how long have you kept it off? Um, oh, I, I just, I'm right in the middle of it. It's been two months. Mm, okay. If they say, oh, it's been a year, it's been two years. Hey, what'd you do? <laughs> Great. Okay. But don't, if someone just lost all the weight, 
it doesn't matter. You see this all the time with the Ozempic thing, right? You see like the Ozempic people on TikTok with the signs behind them, how long they've been on, how much weight they lost. You know, again, I'm not even moved by that at all because I want to see where they at next year, where they at two years from now. That's what I'm interested in. So I've maintained the same weight for 30 years. That's the part I want you guys to be impressed by because it's impressive. And I took a lot of work to make it happen, but I got the strategy to, to do it now. Now, that being said, I did have a blip about, you know, 12 years ago, put 25 pounds on, um, took it back off. But, but again, you know, life happens. You know, there's no, you're thinking about your weight loss, like the weight loss is the finish line. And I'm here to tell you the weight loss is the starting line. Because how long do I keep the weight off for? You know, I know you say, well, I just want to lose it first, Jim. Once I lose, then it doesn't work that way. And you've got to stop thinking that way right now. You have to start thinking about how am I going to maintain my goal weight for the rest of my life? That's how you want to start your whole, whole approach. Big difference. Um, 60, 70% cocoa. Yep. I try to, I try not to eat while watching TV because I always overeat. Oh yeah, sure. Sure. Marina. Um, that's totally common. I will tell you. So here's a strategy you can use just to start to untangle your habits, which again, let me just say this, you know, where most diets are going to have you completely changing your reading 100% starting tomorrow with program yourself. Then we start by focusing on your worst eating habit. You listen to your sessions in the morning and at night, do your technique for two minutes, and then focus on your worst eating habit. That's it. Because you're overwhelming yourself. Try to change everything at once, you change nothing. Um, because changing one habit, if you changed your worst eating habit for good, where would you be at next year with your weight? That's how you got to start thinking. And you're, you're t totally right, Marina. What happens is so much of our behavior is triggered by the environment. You know, you're not snacking on candy in the morning usually, right? It, it, it's ha your, your behaviors are very pattern-oriented. They're very subconscious in nature. Your subconscious is very pattern oriented. And so you want to start, you don't want to just stop your bad habit. You want to first understand it. Awareness precedes change. And once you understand it and have more awareness about it, then you can be more strategic in resolving it for good. I know you never hear this stuff, but it makes a lot more sense. So I got to get out of here. But um, please, if you have not yet, go to my, go to my bio and get, um, you can overeat dark chocolate. Oh, for sure. For sure you can overeat dark chocolate. Absolutely. Um, but I find it's 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 a bit harder to do. You know what I mean? So again, there, there's no like one answer. There's there's kind of setting ourselves up for success. You know what I mean? Like we, we use everything at our disposal. And I think if you're eating dark chocolate as opposed to like a Hershey's type of chocolate, I think you're going to find it's easier to control the dark chocolate than it is that. But you, know, you may not. You know what I mean? Everyone's different. But um, I, I, that, that's a fair point. Um, but but listen, folks, I got to get out of here. Uh, if you have not yet, go to my bio, click that link, get the hypnosis session that I give you, listen to it, and then watch the training I give you right after. It's all free. And then I email you every day. That's the key point. You're watching me, you're listening, you're feeling kind of excited. You're like, holy shit, maybe there is a solution. Obviously, if that's, if you're really motivated, go join my program. But um, at the very least, take 30 seconds and go opt in there because I will email you every day and I will share stuff that I'm sharing with you just on these lives every single day. It's just, it's, it'll change the way that you think, okay? So please do that. I want you to be thin. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be happy. Live the best version of you. Um, thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate everyone. Uh, again, you can listen to the podcast. as program yourself thin. I'm on TikTok all the time. Follow me if you haven't yet. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. I wish you the best and we'll talk soon. Bye.